Hi everyone, I'm Barbara and you are listening to Vow to Victory, the podcast. It's been a while, but I'm glad to be back. And I'm starting from square one. I'm not going to say square zero because there's something to build from. It's not like I'm building from zero all over again. I have, you wouldn't even believe how much content I have to share with you and to put out into the world. <laughs> Everything related to Vow to Victory. If you're new here to this podcast, to my content, to my Instagram, or to my TikTok, what I do is I do my best to share a message. That message is to build the proper foundation in your life so that you can live a life of quality, so that you can live a healthy life where you are at your optimal best in mind, body, and spirit. And how you achieve that optimal health and wealth is through your healing journey, learning to love yourself, building a relationship with yourself. What I like to say is one of the most, if not the most important relationships in your life is the relationship that you build with yourself. And Building that foundation. That's how we get there. And vow to victory is like that emblem, is a reminder to you that no matter what kinds of things you've seen or experienced in this lifetime and the profound impact that trauma and your trials and tribulations have had on you. There's still more in you to give. There's more fight in you to give. And beyond the battle scars, beyond the wounds, beyond the pain, Beyond the survival, there is a person there. There is an entire human being with a mind, a body, and a spirit, with gifts and talents and abilities with purpose, with value, who is valuable, who is worthy of coming into the light. Who is worthy of being liberated and freed from the shackles that 
life puts on us. Maybe, hopefully, I will publish this episode by this weekend. Because this weekend is Halloween. Ooh. (laughs) That was my attempt at a spooky voice. Yeah, not the best. But anyways, I want to hopefully put this episode out by this weekend because I have a message that is related to Halloween and maybe you might you might be able to take a guess because it's kind of obvious but I'll do my best to do not a lot of editing so that you can have Vow to Victory so that you can have the pod- Vow to Victory, the podcast with me, with Barbara, in the most raw, in the most pure and authentic form. Oh, people are getting ready to put their masks on, but can we talk about people taking the mask off? Yeah, yeah, I think we need to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it today. You know, it's so easy to just pop on, for Halloween, right? It's so easy to just pop on this Halloween mask, whether it be a Jason mask or a Freddy Cougar or a goat or a monster or the scream face, right? You want to pull that over your face, over your head. It's really easy to... Just pop it on and pop it back off at the end of the day or whenever your Halloween festivities are over. But what's not easy to do is to take off the mask that you put on. The mask that no one else sees but you. Let's talk about the challenges of the masks that we create so early on in our lives and then how hard it is to take that mask off because it can be painful. I'm talking from experience. It can be a painful process to rip away this identity, this costume that has protected you, that you felt has protected you and shielded you and has helped you execute that plan, that mischievous plan to stay hidden, to stay in the dark and to not be seen Because you're afraid that if you take off this costume, if you take off this mask and you look in the mirror and you see the real you 
and then other people and the world out there sees the real you, you're afraid that you won't be good enough. So today I want to talk about where or why do we build those masks? Why do we attach ourselves and grow accustomed to living in that costume, in that persona, in this facade? We're going to talk about why. And we're going to talk about the challenge or the challenges that arise when we become aware of the effects that wearing this costume and wearing this mask has on us mentally and emotionally and spiritually, physically, how it affects every every area of our life and our, our overall well-being. And we're also going to talk about what we can do to get through to the other side. What we can do to come out on the other side as the champion that we are. As a champion that you are. We're going to talk about those three things. First, can I ask you, why did you? Think about it for a second, and then I'll continue. Why did you create this mask and find safety in being hidden from the world, being hidden from yourself? Why? When did it start? How? Can you pinpoint it to an exact date, place, person, and or time? I want you to to see that and feel that for a moment. And then I want you to come back. See, we build these masks and we alter these these costumes to be exactly what we need when we are programmed to believe that who we truly are and our essence is not good enough for this world or is not suitable for the world out there, for this society or for, insert your culture here. And I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to open up about 
my story, share a little bit about my experience with living this facade and why it all started for me. For me, it was really hard growing up because I felt like I wasn't loved by the people that were supposed to love me. And I thought if they couldn't love me, if the people that were supposed to love me didn't, then clearly something was wrong with me. And I needed to change something about myself, about my identity, about my true self in order to feel like I was loved, in order to be accepted, in order to feel like I belonged, like I was a part of the group, like I was a part of the family. This is the root for me, okay? This is the root of where it all began for me. And for the majority of us, that the root of why you created that mask, why you lived in that costume, lies in the relationship that you had with your parents and the kind of attachment that was built or created between you and your caregivers. Okay? Now, because I didn't feel like I was good enough for my parents, of course, I didn't feel good enough for my friends or the people outside of my home. What happens is that your inner world, the life that you have in your home as a child, is the building block. It is the first step. It is the foundation for what your outer world outside of that home will look like. So if I didn't feel worthy enough or good enough in my own home, the first place, the first place where the first image that I have of the world, then when I go out into the rest of the world, I am going to feel just as unworthy and not good enough for everyone else. And I'm going to start treating myself as such. So growing up, I was focused on faking it till I made it. Fake it till you make it, baby. That was the name of the game for me. I was friends with people that I look back now and 
I don't know that today me would be friends with them or would have made a connection with them the same way that I did back then. And the reason for that is because the con- the types of connections that I made with people growing up were not connections because I chose to have them because I made a deliberate and intentional decision that this is the kind of person I want to be friends with. Uh, there were types of connections that I accepted and tolerated because I felt like I had no other option but to have this connection. And so for me, I had to be content with what I got. Because something told me that there was this narrative in my head that I had created that this is as good as it's going to get. And you just have to keep going with it. Just keep the ball rolling. Keep going with the flow. And continue to... do what the crowd does again so that I can be accepted and loved and feel like I belonged to something like I belonged to something larger than myself so what I'm getting at is loneliness feeling lonely feeling alone in the world feeling like you don't have anybody to confide in Feeling like you don't have anybody to run to for safety and protection. Feeling like you don't have anybody to run to for for love and care, for friendship. Like just this one solid person that you can run to where you can know that you are not alone. That there is somebody else there with you. is what drives a lot of us to dress up as people and things that we are not so that we can be surrounded by more people so that we can be surrounded by the idea or the perception that we aren't alone. There's a saying in Spanish that says, Es mejor estar solo que malo acompañado. I'm going to say it one more time. Es, meja, es mejor estar solo que malo acompañado. What that translates to is that it's better to be alone than to be in bad company. It's better for you to be on your own, to rock solo dolo, than to be a part of relationships and connections and lifestyles that 
do not serve your highest good, that are not in alignment with who you really are, right? Because something that I've learned on this journey and when I was in that place, when I was living that facade is that the longer I held on to that facade, the deeper it drew me in. And soon I couldn't tell the difference between who I truly was and who I truly wasn't. I couldn't tell the difference between the costume, between that mask and the human being that was under it. I had lost sight of who I was completely. And I lived my life, not for myself, but for other people. And in the same way, I kind of felt, thinking back, I remember that it felt like it gave me a sense of meaning. It gave me a sense of purpose and like I mattered. That was my identity. That was my facade. My facade was living for other people so that I could be liked, so that I could be praised, so that I could be celebrated and patted on the back and good job, Barbara, or you're amazing, Barbara, so that I could get all the validation from other people. That was my facade. That gave me meaning. That gave me purpose. Living my life for other people according to their terms, based on their standards, or at least what I thought their standards were and their expectations were of me. What was your identity? What was your facade? Or what is your facade if you're still wearing it? See, when we begin to gain that self-awareness and number one, we're able to identify the root cause. Like I mentioned, the relationship with my parents, that was the foundation. And number two, we can identify the what, right? So in this case, what was that facade? How did that root cause, how did the why affect the who or the what? That's creating self-awareness. That is a tool that is one of the most powerful tools that you can use to begin to tear away at this costume, at this facade, and at Whatever does not serve you in your life anymore is self-awareness. Self-awareness is huge. For me, I realized that I was living a lie. (laughs) 
I mean, I feel like I realized that at many moments. There were many points in my life where I thought, wow, my whole life is literally a lie. (laughs) I mean, every single day. It still happens to me every single day. (laughs) But when I realized that I was living a facade, that I was wearing this costume... It was when, it was actually a rather traumatic experience. Yeah, it was traumatic. I'm going to use the word traumatic. It's a scary word, but I want us to normalize trauma, the word trauma. It's it's okay to say it, and it's also okay to fear it. I even feared it, and this is me crossing over that line because I need to. I know that I need to. And there are some of us out there that have to learn to accept that trauma is what trauma is. And that, yes, we may fear the word, but... Once we can acknowledge it, acknowledge that fear, we begin to overcome it. So this is me overcoming that fear of talking about trauma. Because every single time trauma comes up, the word trauma comes up, it made me feel like labeled. It made me feel labeled. It's it's like a label that... I didn't want or I don't want other people to place on me. Like just because I've been traumatized, like a lot of us have been, doesn't mean that I want to make my life about trauma. It doesn't mean that I am my trauma. It doesn't mean that I am a victim because I'm far from it. I am a survivor. I am a champion. I am a warrior. Every single day that I wake up and I give thanks and I take a breath is a victory for me. So when I realized that I was living a lie and I was, I I became aware of it. Okay, that's my point, becoming aware of it was a rather traumatizing experience for me because this is when I was admitted to a mental health hospital. And that was basically my body just giving out on me. The costume grew heavy on my mind, my body, and my spirit. And it just gave up. It gave out on me. And it wasn't even a choice. Again, it wasn't a choice that I made on my own. It was it was made for me. I didn't have I literally didn't have any other option but to wake up and realize what was going on in my life. Or it was either that or go back to what I was doing, keep the costume on, keep the mask on and just act like nothing ever happened. And if I would have done that, that would have been the easy way that would have been the easy route that would have been taking the easy way out and cheating for me in my point in in my eyes 
So I realized that I ended up in the hospital. Of course, I took responsibility for my actions. Nobody ever put a gun to my head and said, hey, this is what you have to do if you want to be my friend or this is what you have to do if you want to be my girlfriend or this is what you have to do if you want to receive my love as your father or as your mother. Like nobody ever put a gun to my head and said those words to me. It was just, again, a narrative that I created in my head because of what I had seen and, and what I what and how I perceived the world as a child that later on became an identity for me again as I grew up so I realized that something had to change something had to change and I couldn't continue even if I wanted to I couldn't continue hiding behind this mask of being the perfect girl being the perfect daughter being the perfect student, being the perfect employee, being the perfect sister, being the perfect, 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 perfect. I couldn't continue hiding behind that facade anymore because it just wasn't what was best for me. And it was a hard pill to swallow at that point because I was, in a sense, I had to grieve it was it was a time of grieving because i lost at that moment i felt like i was losing a part of me i was losing a part of my life i thought about all the time and the energy that i had already invested into the life that i the kind of life that i had created at the time and i thought oh my god i just i lost so much time I lost so much time with myself time that I could have spent loving myself or that I could have spent learning who I was or time that I could have spent not doing or living the lie that I unconsciously chose to live so it was a difficult time for me for that reason And it's been a process ever since then. So that was in 2017. And I'm still, there are days where I think back on who I used to be. And I reminisce. I reminisce. But I wouldn't, here's what I'll tell you, I wouldn't change that part of my life when when I was living as somebody that I actually wasn't I wouldn't change it because I learned a lot from her and this is one of the bittersweet moments from this process and from this journey is that Yes, you will lose parts of yourself. Yes, you will lose people and relationships and lifestyles and places and things. But you will also gain so much more. 
you will gain so much more of yourself and so much more from this life. As, dare I say it, a prize for letting go of the life that overstayed its welcome. Yeah, I'm going to say that for a prize for letting go of the dead weight of the burdens that you took upon yourself that did not belong to you. Who are you behind that mask? Who are you behind that weight on your shoulders? Who are you behind that uniform? Who are you behind that relationship? Who are you behind that addiction? Mm. Who are you behind that trauma? Who are you behind your past? These are all questions that can gauge, or is it gauge, your self-awareness so that you can begin to dismantle that facade and let's talk about how hard it is to let go because it's one thing to say it right it's one thing for the words to just come out of my mouth but it's a completely different thing to actually do it and I've done both See, it's challenging because to rise up out of that costume means that you're going to have to do and try new things. And you're going to walk into uncertainty and you're going to walk into change and different and things that you don't know yet and things that you haven't done before things that you may that may make you feel uncomfortable or scared because it's a road that you haven't traveled before and there's so many things that come with that like worry and stress and it's actually really easy to succumb to it because at first it just seems like how am I going to do this how am I going to get over this how am I actually going to go through with this how can I remain disciplined how am I going to remain consistent 
how how do i do this how do i do this and it's it's a learning it's a learning process it's all a learning process that you won't be able to get through the other side unless it's by doing something unless it's by trying what you're afraid of or or, or what you're uncomfortable with so for example Something that you might have to do is communicate, have a conversation. See, for me, that's something that was super, super duper uncomfortable for me is communicating, expressing my needs, expressing my wants, opening up about what I was going through, what I needed um, from other people, right? Because something very important is that aside from the relationship that we have with ourselves is the relationships that we have with other people and the relationship that we have with other people adds a lot of meaning to our lives because we that's the human species we are a social species and we rely on relationships with other that we have with other people and you know outside of ourselves to find purpose in our lives which is super important and we rely on these relationships for our emotional needs, for our well-being, you know, just for being a human, like, in general, for everyday life. <laughs> so communication is a big part. And for those people that you value and that they value you in return, it's gonna, you're gonna have to be able to express your needs you're going to have to learn to ask for what you want. You're going to have to learn to identify what it is that you want and what you need. If that's not something that you were taught as a child, if that's not something that comes natural or easy to you as it does your counterparts. So this is why, okay, you ready? Hey. <laughs> This is why practicing with yourself and the relationship that you build with yourself is so important because the more that you practice with yourself, the easier it'll be for you to do it with other people, okay? Now, what worked for me was my incredible ability of positive self-talk. And I didn't know what self-talk even was as a child. But when I look back, I realized that that's what I was doing. When I would stay up all night crying because my mother, you know, just blew up and had one of her terrifying episodes of yelling at me and screaming at me and you already know, dándome con la chancleta, beating my ass. Yes, okay. And just, you know, um, cursing at me and doing all, all of these horrible things, all of these terrifying things to a child, to a daughter. Um, you know, I'd talk to myself. I would actually talk to myself in my head. I remember as clear as day, I'd say things like, it will be okay. Tomorrow is a new day. Everything will be all right. You're going to get through this. I would literally talk to myself and I've been doing that, um, you know, ever since I can remember. So 
that's something that I want to share with you. Another tool, uh, aside from self-awareness, is your self-talk and the way that you talk to yourself in these challenging and uncomfortable and new and different situations is your practice and hone your inner voice, right? So what you can do is you can, a great way to start is by journaling, literally having a journal because that way you can keep track of that inner dialogue, that inner conversation with yourself, And you can literally have a back and forth and just talk about what it is that you need. Why do you need it? How do you feel? Right, Because when you get in tune with how you feel and what's going on, what's going on for you right now in this moment, then you can slowly but surely arrive to figuring out what it is that you need. Right, So this is kind of like a step-by-step process. So when you get to know this inner voice, it'll help you, again, I'm repeating myself, it'll help you to have these conversations outside of yourself. And the purpose of practicing on your own, right, having these conversations on your own, and I'm going to get to having a conversation, maybe even practicing with somebody that you trust, somebody that you feel safe with after I emphasize the importance of, after I talk about why it's important and what this can do when you practice with yourself first, is that you grow the ability to become your own safe space. This is huge. This is major, especially if you have experienced some kind of trauma in your life. Um, a lot of what we lose is that that trust in ourselves. So if we can't trust ourselves, we can't trust the world, right? And if we don't feel safe in our own skin, in our own bodies, in our own mind and spirit, then we cannot, absolutely cannot feel safe with another human being. And so that becomes a barrier, right? That becomes a barrier in our relationships, in our lives, in our careers, in in our finances. It becomes a barrier in our life. And so when you begin to practice your inner voice and what you sound like when you talk to yourself, when you coach yourself through these moments... It's going to help you create that safety. It's going to help you build this resilience, okay? And this inner knowing that because I've practiced, I've practiced this before on my own, I'm going to know what to do if something goes wrong or if I experience a challenging conversation or an uncomfortable situation outside of myself, outside of my safe space because I've I've already identified what safety is for me. I've already identified what a safe space looks like for me on my own. I've already identified what um what it feels like to to be safe in my own mind, body and spirit in my own skin. So now I'm going to know what to do if I'm feeling threatened. Or if that safety is compromised, 
for some reason outside of myself, outside of my room, outside of my sacred space, outside of my journal, outside of my inner dialogue. This is why it's so important. Now, we're getting to the end of this episode. So I just want to do a quick playback. Okay, we're going to run that back. Run that back. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to run that back really quick. And we're going to talk and we're just going to cover what I talked about briefly. And if I miss anything, please feel free to go back and replay this episode as much as you need to. Um, And if you aren't already, make sure that you are following me on Instagram, on TikTok, my YouTube channel at I am B from the X. Again, that's at I am B from the X. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all of your support. If you've been with me for a while now and if you're new here, welcome. I hope that we can continue to grow and evolve and heal together. This is why I created Vow to Victory. So that we can do it together so that you know that you are not alone because you aren't. Okay, so important, super important, Halloween is two days away and while so many people are putting their masks on i want to challenge you to take your mask off let go of that false identity of that facade that is holding you back from getting to know the best version of yourself and the life that you truly deserve and from fulfilling that purpose that you were put on this earth to fulfill Okay, when you let go of this facade, you start to become who you truly are meant to be. And there is no better feeling in this world. Believe me when I say there is no better feeling in this world. When you dismantle that facade, throw away the costume and begin to wear who you are, your essence with pride and dignity and self-worth. There's no better. Okay, so I couldn't do the brief, uh, the brief playback, but please just go back and replay this. And I hope that you can find something, a gem, something that can serve you on your journey back to you. I love you. I thank you. And I will see you next episode. This is Vow to Victory. And I am Barbara. I'll see you next time.